Hey y'all, in this episode of the podcast, we welcome our friend and U.S. Air Force Lieutenant, Nick Montano. Enjoy. Podcast. Be somebody podcast. Be somebody Welcome podcast. Welcome to the Be Somebody Podcast. Welcome to the Be Somebody Podcast. My name's Lamadeo. <laughs> My name's Enrique. My name's Nick. And that is right. Welcome back. <laughs> this is another uh, special guest episode brought to you by yours truly, the Be Somebody Boys. Be Somebody Boys. We, we are not calling yourself Be Somebody Boys. No. <laughs> Be Somebody Boys are back at it. No, that sounds like a, like a middle school, like dance group that we're trying to be so the music buddy boys all right so as you can see for the youtube viewers we're it is a special episode we're in a in a new spot we're not we're far from home due to unforeseen and crowded circumstances we have been uh temporarily shut out of the studio but that's okay because we got we got someone we got a buddy here. Yeah. We got someone right. that deserves to introduce themselves. Yeah. What's, who are you? What's uh, your name? I'm Nick Montano. Nick Montano. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nick Montano, everyone. <laughs> Why should we care, Nick Montano? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Nick Montano. This is, yeah, it's Nick Montano. It's me. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. How you doing? How you guys doing? We're good, good. Yeah. No, it's your first time on podcast. You said you mentioned. Yeah. Is it everything you thought it would be? Um... Yeah, man, it's been great so far. <laughs> How was your week, man? It was good. I mean, flew on Monday. Um, had a conference Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Now, ooh, we got a lot to talk about because I don't know what any of that means. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry anything about well, yourself. Yeah. So, in so quite a while. <clears throat> so, what do you do, man? Uh, so, uh, I am an intelligence analyst for the U.S. Air Force. So, fourteen mm. N. So, oh. I look at Russian ballistic missiles. Um, yeah, that's my big word. So you played a lot of yeah. Call of Duty when you were younger? Yeah, bro, totally. <laughs> so you wanted to be the UAV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm. Playable character. He I, called in the UAV I so many UAV. times, like, yo, I want to be the UAV. That's all I've ever gotten is UAV. It's nothing more, nothing else. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get past three, uh, three kill streak on? No. Okay, so that's what you do, but like, let's start with, you know, just a little bit basic introduction, like who you are. So. You just, just, you know. Very basics. Basics? I'm meeting you for the first time. Just pretend that I am. Okay. Um, born, <laughs> raised, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Right, pretend we're in a Tinder date. <laughs> no, let's... No. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I was born and raised here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, went to the U- University of New Mexico, graduated 2019. Um, graduated political science and criminology major. Commissioned out of DEF 510. Um, US ROTC, Air Force ROTC, and then... Um, yeah, I've been in the military for about two and a half years now. So. I don't know what any of that means. Well, let's explain it for the people that don't know what that means. ROTC, ROTC, you call it ROTC? Yeah, so ROTC? Uh, Reserve Officer Training Corps. So yeah. pretty much, I mean, there's different ways you can get mm-hmm. into the military, so you can enlist. Um, for kind of for the officer corps, you can go through ROTC. So that's kind of like four years of you're doing your school and undergrad along with um, military professional training and development. 
You can go yeah. through officer training school, OTS, or OCS, officer kind of school. It's a lot of prior enlisted guys kind of do that. It's like a 10, 12-week course. Or, yeah, I think. Or you can go through the academy. What did you do? Uh, I did ROTC. So, did out of University of Mexico, did it for four years, and then mm-hmm. got my commission into the Air Force, and then have a four-year contract now. So, why... Why did you do ROTC? So, did, did you come to college knowing you're going to do ROTC? No. Let's take it all the way back. Let's take it all the way back. No, yeah, no. Were you born knowing you wanted to do this? <laughs> no, I, I'd never thought I'd be in the military. I mean, like, um, I graduated high school, and I don't remember how this conversation popped up. I talked to, like, my friend Daniela's dad, like, this was, like, summer 2015. And I don't know how it popped up, but he's just like, you know, like, you should think about looking in the Air Force, because I was like, I don't really know what I want to do, but he's like, if you're going to do the Air Force going as an officer because he's like I was enlisted and officers you get paid more um so many different things so he's like check out ROTC so when I was at the UNM um well well, it was a stop so yeah you didn't know what you wanted to do no did you like have an idea of interest that you had or you were just completely lost no I just completely Completely lost lost. so it's kind of just like I guess I'll check it out but you knew you wanted to go to college yeah so I mean yeah, I guess I'd say I didn't I didn't even know if I wanted to do college. I mean, it was just kind of one of those things where it's just like, my, my parents like, you're going to go to college. And I was just like, okay. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and then for me, it was just like, okay, like ROTC, I guess, like, I'll check it out, you know? Yeah. Well, before we go any further, I'm sorry to rail your... No, you're good. You're good. Your speech. Um, there was something that you wanted to say, a bit of a disclaimer before we go. Oh, do you want to say some topics and materials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you mentioned. So you can I look just, dead in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> we can all look at dead in the camera. Just a disclaimer, you know, the views and opinions said on this podcast by me are are of my own and they're not affiliated affiliated with my organization or the United States Air Force. Now we can get back to the podcast. Uh, now we can be somebody. <laughs> the the F you know like the meme the FBI contact pops up on Thanks Nick. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back up. Yeah, good work, good work. Good work. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. So uh, you were So growing up you felt as though you had to go to college, like it was a requirement. It wasn't exactly something you really had much say in. I, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, like, I kind of applied for colleges. Like, my mom didn't even know. My mom was freaking out, like, my senior year of high school. I just kind of, like, cruising through senior year of high school. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. Just knew I needed to graduate, you know? Like, I wasn't really looking ahead. I was kind of just, like, in the moment. And then, like, you know, applied to UNM probably, like, 11 p.m. at night on a random Tuesday. And then, like, months later, my mom was like, are you even going to college? And I was like... Yeah, I was already accepted into, like, two colleges. Nice. So, I mean, I just went to UNM because I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Don't want to waste money on school for, you know, mm-hmm. not knowing where I want what I want to do with my life. So. so, when you first started at the university, like, kind of your first semester, your first year, how did that feel to be there and not knowing exactly what it was that you wanted to do? Were you, like, did that excite you? Did that motivate you? Like, yes, I'm going to try a lot of different things. Or were you just kind of coasting, maybe? I guess, I mean, it was exciting. I think it was a little bit overwhelming to a degree, you know, because, I mean, it was the first time living on my own. You know, I remember, like, one of my first college experiences, like, is probably the night I moved into my dorm. Like, I remember I went and hung out with some high school friends. We ate at, like, Frontier. I came back to my dorm. It was, like, 10 o'clock at night, and I was just like, okay, like, what do I do now? I, like, looked out onto, like, Johnson Field at UNM, 
And I like saw people playing Ultimate Frisbee, and I was like, okay, I'll go check it out, you know? So I went and checked it out. It seems like a very college thing, yeah. Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anytime someone tells a Look story about college, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were playing Ultimate Frisbee, and you know. So you outside the window of your dorm, just like, yeah. <laughs> I was looking down, I was like, so I went down there, I think I played for a little bit, and then I like went back to my room at like 11 o'clock at night, and I was like, I guess I'll go to bed now, you know? So I was like, it was an interesting experience, because like my sister lived at home. Um, for financial reasons versus like for me, like I was just like, I guess I'll live on call, like on campus. So, I mean, it was exciting because I mean, you had that, you had like people in Greek life, you had other organizations reaching out to you. Plus on top of that, like I had ROTC. So it was just like a bunch of different people that I was meeting. Wait, so at this point you were already in ROTC. Did you jump in ROTC? So I joined, yeah. So as soon as I joined college, like they had like a, um, what was it? They had kind of just like. It was like a, I guess you could say it was like a rush to a degree, like as if you're rushing fraternity or sorority. But it's what not just mean, like it was an orientation, I guess. So, so it's just okay. like come to this. This is what we're about. This is what the courses look like, um, and then they like they get you fitted with like the outfits and whatnot. So you got to meet like all the cadre, so people who Wait, are. So you really like signed on? No, not signed on, but it's kind of just like I'm signing up for these classes. So oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's pause then. Yeah. So. How did you get to the point where you were already, like... So, you said in the summer you met with someone. Yeah, so... And then you made the choice after meeting that first person, I'm going to do this. Um, I expressed interest at a career fair or um, the organization's fair, kind of during my student orientation, NSO orientation. Mm -hmm. um, spoke with the recruiter there, super, super sweet lady. And I was asking her questions, like, you know, can you be involved with other, like, organizations... Um, so, but, so at this point you're already all in like I'm gonna do this I wouldn't say I was all in I was just kind of figuring out my options you know I was like mm -hmm. testing out the water so I mean basically everything I've done I would say to this point it's kind of been very last minute where I like think it out so it was like the day before I needed to let like UNMRTC know whether or not I was gonna like sign up for their classes I remember I because they do like a physical fitness test so it's like I'm gonna have push-ups I'm gonna have sit-ups mile and a half run so i was like okay like i tested myself out in my like my parents living room i did minimum i did like 67 push-ups like whoa, 58 sit-ups you know that which are like which are the maxes and i was like so i was like okay i guess i can like i know at least physically fit you know i should be good to go yeah and then i was like okay like hey i'm interested like um i'll show up to the orientation but why okay so you didn't know what to do but you Someone told you about ROTC. Yeah. So you were like, okay, I want to do it because it seems like a cool thing. But like, why, what are those? Why was it attractive to you? Yeah. What were those key kind of lineup or thoughts that led to the decision of this is a possibility? Because uh, it's a big choice. Yeah, it's it is a big choice. Doing four years of university and then committing to probably the rest of your life, right? Uh, I mean, for me, it was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, I was just like, I'll check it out, you know, like, um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't know what I wanted to do after college and I was like, you know. If I check this out, like, and it works out, then it works out. But if not, then I at least tried it, you know? Mm -hmm. This is, like, one of those things where it's just, like, I don't want to not try and regret, you know, mm -hmm. regret it later on. So, mm -hmm. it, But what were the things about it that attracted you? Like, was it, like, something consistent? Was it the viable careers? Was it, it just, just like, being in the military? As someone that has little to no history or experience or really any knowledge about yeah. just, like, the military in general just like people's um like why why did you want to be a part of it? i think what for me it? because that's just, that's just, just like any organization yeah it's just like oh i'm gonna be a swimmer i'm gonna be on the yeah. football team or i'm gonna try out for 
a fraternity. No, this is the United States military. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, it comes down to, you know, some people, it's like, I want to serve my country. But for me, it's like, okay, like, if I go through with it, I have, you know, steady pay. I'll have steady housing. I'll have a job after college. And, like, that was the biggest thing is, like, I will have a job after college for, like, 100%. Mm-hmm. And so that was the biggest thing. It's just like, for me, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was like, if I do this and I like it and I go through with it, I 100% have a job lined up for me. So you thought it was about more like a, achieving a sense of security. Yeah, sense of security for the most part. Because like I said, it was just... Almost right off the bat. Yeah. So it was just, I didn't know what I wanted to do. This can give me a sense of security if I like it. Mm-hmm. So it was something that I just needed to try. Hmm. Okay. So you tried it. And like, what were your first impressions going into it? Like... First week, first month. I remember at the new student orientation, like I did the same thing. I didn't know anything about the military. Um, I remember sitting in one of the lecture halls that they had it, like kind of had the intro into. And I just remember saying like, I'm only going to be in it for a semester, you know? And, you know, semester turned into two semesters, two years, three years, four years, you know, commission. But I'd say the thing that really kept me on is there's kind of like a, student organization that's like non-affiliated but kind of semi-affiliated with ROTC it was pretty much like a fraternity within like ROTC kind of on its own separate so like you'd have like you know where you have people who are rushing fraternity sororities you'd have like pledges or rushies we were kind of like candidates so there was like it was kind of outside of ROTC and I was with like eight or nine other people and it was yeah, I mean, it was basically, like, pledging to a fraternity, you know? Like, you do a thing, like, they're, like, show up to this place, show up so, to that so place. So, joining the military is, like, joining a fraternity. We got that right there. That's the header <laughs> right there. That's all I understood. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Instagram reel right yeah. there. <laughs> That's the viral TikTok. On. But, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I stuck okay, with okay. it. Okay, so, but, but there's, like, valid reasons, not just, like, throwing, yeah. like, what you're saying. Like, there's valid reasons to that. There's a sense of... You felt like you wanted a sense of like friendship and yeah. connection with other people that yeah. I could see how you form, you know, these people, your candidates that are also joining yeah. the, the army or military. Air Force. Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> see, I know nothing about this. Um, the they're all joining together. You you're all are like fresh to it, yeah. learning from it, have like similar goals mm-hmm. in mind, I'm assuming, yeah. whether it's serving the country or... Um, securing a job and whatnot Mm -hmm. and so there was a sense of you know uniting and that's kind of what like has that spirit kept on throughout these past years that yeah i think are are you still close with those eight that you originally started with so out of those eight only three of us completed that kind of extracurricular fraternity i commissioned with i would say what was it total of eight people so i keep up semi-regularly with about three of them I would say, I mean, it gets hard when people, you know, either get married or you're moving to different time zones, you know, so, but we're still good friends. It's kind of like the main thing. Okay. Okay. So you're ROTC, you're going through college. So, 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 so with these four years, like, did it ever feel like, like a sort of like time bomb? Like it's ticking down that you're going to get like deployed or like enlisted. The moment you graduate, you're like out. I think for me... Like, I think going through college, you know, like most of us, I would say at least at UNM or the people I knew, you know, it was kind of just like we had like minimum wage jobs and we were living like paycheck to paycheck. For me, it was kind of like the time bomb of like, 
the moment I get to my job and to my station, like I'll have a steady paycheck and I won't have to worry about like, you know, I remember giving myself like a $20, like spending limit for food, like a week, you know, it was just like, okay, like you want, <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, it's like barely getting paid, you know? So like the moment I got to my first station, you know, I started saving up because I was just like, I like, I can spend more on myself, but I also want to save too. So like my time bomb was more so not of like, I'm, there's all the, all these things are going to happen, but more so of like, I'm going to get paid. I'm going to feel that sense of security that I've been wanting, you know? Mm-hmm. And then kind of, it was also time to, kind of to get away like from New Mexico, you know, like there's that whole stigma of like, you know, the land of entrapment. And so for me, it was not only a sense of security, but also like getting out to see the world. Right. Okay. Joseph, I mean, have you only been, so, so far you've only been in domestic bases. Yeah, domestic bases so far. Mm-hmm. So, that's the funny part Is about Is there something like international in the future, possibly? Yeah, so, I mean, it depends. That's like, that's the biggest thing with the military. <laughs> it's, it's always a, it depends, you know. Um, I talked to Enrique and a few others the other day about a possible deployment. Um, but it depends on if I get picked up or not. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of get sent out, like emails where it's just like hey like if you're this job title and you're this rank and you're available to go to this place like contact us you know and kind of put your name in the hat so i mean i put in my name in the hat for a few different things but so far nothing but that can all change in like a snap you know are, are you allowed to like disclose where those places are or anything so i've put in for places like like korea <laughs> is like a big one um and then Possibly Germany, too, is, like, another one. So, I mean, hmm. I've always wanted to go to Germany. I have a friend from, like, high school who lives in Germany. So, yeah. it would be cool to, like, see, you know. Because, I mean, like, they have, like, the Middle East bases, which, yeah. like, you yeah, know, they're cool. But I've never been as interested on what goes on there. But, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, going back to a little bit of a two-part question. Yeah. You said, earlier you mentioned that when you first joined the organization, the ROTC, you thought that it would only last a semester. Yeah. And what was it about, you know, like, why did you believe that? And I, what changed? You know, what clicked yeah. afterward? I just, I mean, it was something where I was just, just I, I was like, I'm only going to try this. It doesn't seem like it's fitting my vibe, you know? And to a degree, I would always consider myself, like, not a quitter, you know, like, I was like, I'm already committed to this, like, don't quit on it, just kind of ride it out and see where it goes, you know, like, the worst thing that happened, you know, at a job. You don't make the cut. Yeah, don't make the cut, you know, so, um, for me, it's just, like, ride it out, and then I think just growing those bonds with those people, like, within that kind of a class, as well as, like, um, you know, you go through kind of specific Air Force studies classes with a group of, like, 20 people, and, you know, as people either get, like, medically disqualified or cut for various reasons you know you grow tighter with like the class you're with so you know my freshman year class we had like 30 people in the class by the time we were seniors we had like 12 people but only like eight commission four were like special students where they're just interested in taking like the air force classes Hmm. so i mean you kind of get close to people and that's what i'd say makes it better along the way i can see how like well, were you ever afraid that you were gonna get cut? Like, how does that work? So I like actually, Uncle Sam yeah. like knock on your door and like, were yo, you you're out. Were you ever close? No, I actually, I actually did get cut. Um, you did get yeah, cut. Yeah. So my sophomore year, um, so you go through what's called like a Dodd Marvin. Pretty much, it's just 
an Air Force physical exam. They like check your body and everything. And so for me, the only things that they checked at the time were um, my right eye. So I have a freckle, which is what I found out. Um, so they checked that. And then I also used to have like a bunion on my left foot, which like everyone used to give me shit about because it's just like, you know, isn't that what like old people have? Isn't that what old people have? I don't even know what a bunion is. I'm gonna keep it so pretty much it's just like, you know, like say this is how your big toe is supposed to be going. Like it's straight. But instead, like, the bunion, like, it's, like, bent out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just, just, like, broke your my finger guy, in camera. That's exactly what I was thinking. I just stepped this finger on camera. So, it's, like, the, the bone's, like, bent, like, this way. Uh-huh. So, I never thought that was, like, a disqualifying factor. Isn't it a bump? Uh, no, it's actually bone. It's just, like, a I bone deformity. Yeah. So... Um, such a funny word. It's yeah, funny. bunion. <laughs> bunion. It's like a buttered onion. There's just something weird. <laughs> you had a buttered onion on your foot. <laughs> so, I mean, you do that, like, you do this physical, like, this physical, like, you know, your sophomore year. Because so you, you have weird bones. Yeah, I have weird bones. I have a weird bone. <laughs> so, you're special. Bone. You're special. Yeah, I'm special. Okay, special. So, I had, you know, I did my physical probably, like, September or late August, like, pretty much, they're, like, mm-hmm. as soon as I got the notice to do the physical, I was, like, all right, I'll do it, you know, I didn't hear anything to, like, the week before, like, it's called field training selection, so pretty much field training's the ROTC, FTS, FTS. ROTC version of basic training, okay. so the week before, like, the selection, they, like, sent me an email, like, my cadre, so the people who are already in the Air Force, so we have both, like, enlisted members and, like, officers, and so, kind of one of our office admins, like, emailed me and was like, hey, like, your Dodmer um, was disqualified, but, you know, reach out to so-and-so, and then we'll see what we can get figured out, like, for a waiver. Because, with like, for other branches, like the Army, they do waivers like crazy. But then, like, 40 minutes later, and I was working at the time, 40 minutes later, I got another email that was like, hey, like, come into so-and-so's office, they want to speak with you, you know? And at the time that so-and-so like had also had a bunion during their career, but it was while they were in the military. And I was like, okay. Like, so I walked in and I was like, okay, like, you know, um, like in my head, I was like, you know, this person's already had this. They're going to talk to me like how I went, like how they went through it and we'll get everything settled in. So I walked into their office and like, Hey, like, how are you feeling? I was like, Oh, you know, like a little stressed, but I'm sure like we'll get everything figured out. And then like, yeah, like I'm good. I'm glad you're feeling that way. And like, I was like, yeah, me too. And so like sit tight, like I'll be right back. And so I was like, okay. And then I came back in like two minutes later, like, like literally they were just like straight up, like very candid, like, so here's the paperwork for you, like your disqualification and disenrollment from the program. And I was like, yo, like what? I was like, what do you mean? I was like, what about like a waiver? They're like, no, like you're, you're not going to get a waiver. And then like kind of like our commander came and sat in and was just like, hey, like this is what it is, you know? And so they like asked me, like I'm sitting down, they're like, like, so like, how do you feel? And I'm like trying not to like tear up and choke up because I'm just like, yeah. I spent two years of my life doing this, you know, mm-hmm. in college. And I was like, well, you know, like, I'm pretty frustrated, you know. Like, yeah, like, we can see that, you know. And I was like, so. Like, <laughs> can you? <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, I, signed, I signed the paperwork, you know, like, walked out. Wait, wait, so just like that? Yeah, just, just, just like that? Just like that, just like that. So, like, you're out. Yeah, it was just like from that. From the military. Yeah. From like Two years of your life. Yeah. Studying, classes. Yeah. Waking up 6 a.m. Push ups. Push ups. Push ups. Sit ups. Yeah. Gone. All of that. Yeah, just like that. Okay. So, for me. What the? Yeah. Damn. They're, the U.S. government's cold. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean. Keep going, keep going. Yeah, so, I mean. Calls, bro. Um, I called, like, my friends, called my dad. I was just, like, very upset, you know? 
Did you cry? Yeah, I mean, I was like, I'm sorry, because I was just like, I don't know. wouldn't, bro? Yeah, I was like... No, I mean, I'm just... Yeah, I would cry too. No, I didn't mean it like that. Because it's not like... I mean, for me, it's not like I was like... It's not like I was one of those users who's like, I want to spend my entire life, like, serving the country. You know, I want to be in the military. But it was just like... I'd invested my own time, like, mental energy, emotional energy, you know? No, that's Built friendships with people, you know? So it was tough. So I still stay in, like, the Air Force Studies class for the remainder of the semester... And they make you continue the class? Yeah, so continue the class. And I think I still think one of the funniest things <laughs> is like they were like, you know, for field training, like we had a hundred percent selection and I'm just like sitting there like now it's like what they consider like a special student, like, you know, I'm just there to view the class and like take the course. And I was just like, uh, uh really, you know. Well, wait, so sure. what was going through your head at this point? Like you were like, What am I gonna do with my life now? That sense of security's gone. Yeah. You're gonna have to pick a new major and so your I mean, whole life is gonna it's changed now yeah so i mean kind of i don't remember how the conversation went but i remember i like, called my mom and i was just like hey like can we get like a surgery done you know like to get so wow. uh, yeah so fast forward a few months um so it wasn't even a, an option for you that you're actually gonna get kicked you're like i'm gonna yeah i'm I was gonna like, do the surgery i was like i'm gonna find a way back in you know so i got surgery and i spent like that entire like summer like rehabbing my foot you know like what like I remember every walk, so I mean, I was in crutches, I was in a boot, you know, I remember, like, having to reteach myself how to, like, walk and run, because, you know, my foot just, like, wasn't used to, like, moving sideways, like, so I remember, like, at Mm -hmm. night, I'd be out on, like, Johnson Field, like, doing, like, lateral movements, like, moving back and forth, like, get it to work again, you know? You were, like, rocky with a hoodie, just... Yeah, so, I mean, but coming back, it was, like, different, because, like, all my friends who I was in the class (laughs) with... training montage <laughs> dude this was your training montage yeah i had a tiger yeah, except for me i was moving like i was hobbling yeah, yeah. i was hobbling life. falling every now and okay, then okay well, let's, let's just pause this is it. i want you to keep going but okay you damn you wanted to join the military so bad that you had surgery on your toe so that you can get back you went from and, like I don't even know if it's going to be last semester. Honestly, I'm just kind of like taking it out to, okay, I need to get a surgery if I'm going to even have a chance. Like a surgery. Yeah. yeah. Like a whole, like changing something physical of your bone structure for this. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think it was like that I wanted it so bad, but it was just like, again, it goes back to the mental of like, when I start something, I don't want to quit it until I see it through, you know? Sure. And so for me, it's like, you know, I didn't get to choose whether or not like I wanted to quit. Yeah, I was on your terms. I was forced to quit, you know? So I was like, nah, like. I'm going to do this, you know, with like, you know, my mom was like, hey mom, can you like spare some money? <laughs> so then, wait, so then you had the surgery and then you were healed and you just showed up to that office and you just whipped out your toe and just laid it on the desk? Like, is that what happened? Shout out to your commanding officer. You just whipped it out? Just threw the boot off? I mean, I came in, you know, I came back to the program. I was like, hey, like, can I join? Like, yes, I mean, I had to get... I had to go through that Dodmer process kind of again, not the whole physical, but I'd get like, you know, doctor's notes and pretty much it was just like, you know, like he is fully cleared to do X, Y, Z. We put in the system and then... Wait, this was all, you didn't even know if you were going to get let yeah, back so in. This is all on the whim. Yeah, like so, the, so that was like the hardest part. I was like, during the surgery, I remember my mom looking at me and she like looked at me because she was about to put like, you know, a thousand down for this like surgery, you know, again, broke college student. And she's just like, you're going to get into the Air Force, right? And like, I had to be honest. I was like, I think so. You know, like it couldn't be like, yes, I'm getting it. I was just like, I think so. Wow. So you risked it all. Yeah. So I risked it all, but it paid off. 
you know? Wait, how was the surgery, though? Like, is it is that, like, a serious, like, surgery? Like, is there a risk that anything bad can happen, or... Not that I know of. I mean, for the most part, it seemed like it was a pretty, like, standard operating procedure. Was this you know? your first major surgery? No. Uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, I had my appendix removed when I was, That's like... That's digress major. too much, but just wondering. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, my, I guess... Did, did they, like, put you out and all that? Or? Yeah, they put me under. So I woke up, and I was, like, pretty hazy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they knocked me out. Knock they knocked me out. And that headlock just... <laughs> yeah, they just... Chokes you up. Bogged you over the head with a helmet. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. So then... Okay, so then you're healed, and then you show up to the office, and you whip out the toe... <laughs> and they they give you the thumbs up. So they said you like I mean continue on with the process. We have to put the paperwork up through you know higher headquarters, Air Force. You know they'll s- decide whether or not it's approved. So I had to go through the entire first semester of my junior year, kind of as a reclassified sophomore. Wow. So all my friends, you know, so technically I was a junior at this point, but a sophomore in the eyes of the program. So all my friends had gone through field training. Were now kind of as opposed to being like my equal with them. I was now kind of beneath them like i was their subordinate so that was kind of a challenge on top of that like you know i don't know if i'm gonna get in i don't know if it's gonna get approved and then all my friends are now like my superiors and so that was kind of rough what does that mean though like do you have to like like hit them with the yeah with the i don't know if you can see the camera just the you put your your hands in your the salute yeah so i mean because they the way rotc is broken so the biggest problem for me was one of the seniors at the time pretty much came in and told my entire junior class was like hey like you can't be friends with him like you guys are his superior like you cannot be friends with him so like it was like probably one of the roughest years of my life you know because it's just like all my friends who are like in my junior class you know when we had like our aerospace studies class together like they were they were cool but like outside of that it's just like you can't be his friend like don't really talk to him you know why though Aren't you guys all in the military? Yeah. I I mean, toxic leadership sometimes. Damn. And so, I mean, it was a rough time. But thankfully, like, you know, I had one of my friends, Cody, like, who... Shout out Cody. Shout yeah, out, shout, out Cody. shout out to Cody. I shout mean, like, Cody. Shout out Cody. he was one of the people who, like, still stuck by me, you know, like, he... So everyone else just left you? They wouldn't... They didn't leave me, but they definitely took it more seriously. Like, you know, don't kind of, like, fraternize is, like, a big thing with the military. So they weren't trying to fraternize with me. But Cody would still kind of, like, he and I would keep, like, a pretty close relationship with each other. So, that kind of made it better. So, I mean, that year I relied heavily more on, like, my student orgs that I was part of because my friends in ROTC couldn't really be my friends. I mean, I understood it. You know, sometimes you have to follow orders even if you don't think they're right, you know? It's interesting. It's not, that's extremely interesting what you just said. And forgive me if this sounds ignorant, which you probably will. But don't fraternize, yet we've got, you know... The Marine Corps with the Semper Fidelis. Yeah. Doesn't what does that, that mean? Doesn't that s- always together? Yeah. Doesn't that seem like fraternization? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Our, our opinions don't reflect the opinions of the U.S. government. What's, what's <laughs> our opinions don't reflect anything of the US, United States Air Damn, Force. I'm learning so much. Okay, so then, so then Junior... So, what's the timeline here? So, you got kicked out when you were a, a sophomore. Sophomore in, like, March. And then when, and then now that like, you're talking about... Yeah. So that's, that, that's a that, whole... Yeah, so that was August 2017 going into, you know, May of 2018 before, you know, junior year. The entire junior year, pretty much, you know. Then, at that point, I go to my field training during the summertime. 
And at this point, you get the thumbs up that you Yeah, doing. so in January of 2018, I got an email, and it was, like, my tech sergeant, he, like, I still have that email to this day, saved in one of my, like, my mail folders, because I was so happy, like, he was like, hey, like, congratulations, like, it's been so long, but, like, you've been approved, like, you're good to go, you know? And so, like, I just remember, like, sitting on a bed crying, because I was just, like, happy, you know? Because it was just, like, one of those things where it was just, like, I no longer have to mentally put effort into thinking about this, you know? Because mm-hmm. that was, like, always on my mind. I was like, what if it doesn't get approved? So, like... Wait, so how many months was that? Uh, let's see. So, I put my paperwork in August and then got it approved in January. So, August, September, October, November, December. So, about five no, months. No, but from, like, getting kicked out to getting back in? <sighs> about oh, 10 months, I'd say. Wow. So, 10 months of you not knowing what you've been building up to and and still building while yeah. you're doing it yeah. is going to come to fruition. Like kind of spiraling in a never-ending storm. Like, where am I? Where am yeah. I going? You know what's even crazier? And then this is like, we didn't even like talk about this, is that I know Nick from from college and <laughs> everything, he's, everything he's talking about, <laughs> I knew him while that was happening and you never told me you about this stuff. Me. You never mentioned yeah. this whole thing that you were going through. Yeah. Damn, you're a strong soul. <laughs> Wow, let's take a moment to to acknowledge that. That's crazy. You're a good soul. You, you were going through a lot when I met you, man. Yeah. yeah was, well, was well, just, look, because I met you when we were all resident advisors. Yeah. Uh, I, try I, to want, I want to get into that. Just a little I don't want to. Briefly. Right, let's briefly move back after, though. After yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to continue the story. So then you get back, let back in. Yeah. Wait, so at this point, do you go back into the same level as your... Um, Yes. Okay. So I mean, I so go, then now you show up and you're like, "What the f- is up?" Like you guys, <laughs> well, I mean, assholes. They, they, no, they like opened me up, like with well, like they opened back up to me, with, like open arms, you know, like they were very cool. And I mean, I told them I was like, you know, I understand what y'all like, kind of had to be put through. And I mean, a lot of them were like, "Yeah, like it was stupid that like we were even told that," you know. So like, the entire senior year was like pretty cool, you know. Like it was tight. Yeah, that's good. good. That's good. You know that it ended off on a good note. Yeah. Wrap it with a ribbon. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm happy it worked out for you. Yeah. Okay, so then senior year, like, how's it work? Like, is senior year like when you kind of start revving up the engine of okay, now I'm planning the next four years of after graduation, or like? So it kind of starts in like junior year towards the end of junior semester. That's when you kind of put in for your jobs. So. They so have... wait, so how's it work? So you're taking classes, learning about military and stuff. Um, yeah. And so then you then. Like, what's the process? Like, is the process once you graduate, you then go into a job? Yeah. And so, you're basically just looking what type of job you want to work in? So, they'll give you the option. I mean, like, we, we've had career fairs and, you know, that you can reach out to people who are in those jobs. But, so, you have what's called, like, rated and non-rated. So, you actually have to take, like, an, it's called an Air Force Officer Qualifying Test. And pretty much it's like an SAT, ACT, but for the Air Force. And so, depending on, like, what your scores are for me, my scores are not very high for, like, kind of the rate of portion. So, like, that's for, like, pilots, drone pilots, navigators, and air battle managers. So, I was never really anxious in that stuff, so I wasn't too upset with it. So, for me, I was kind of more with, like, the non-rated jobs. So, like, intelligence, um, cyber, space operations, maintenance, logistics, security forces, so on and so forth. So they'd give us kind of a job selection and we got to put our top five down. So for me, it was like intelligence and then I think I put space and I put cyber, maybe logistics and I don't remember what the last one was, but kind of that was my So top like Space five. Force? Uh, not Space Force, but kind of Space Operations. 
So one of these things. So, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, of course. Space Force. Operations in space, bro. Space yeah. Force. <laughs> space Force didn't really come around until, like, probably, like, a year and a half, two years ago. Um, but, like, space operations, I can't really say what they do. Um, probably stuff with, like, satellites. You can't say it or you can't say it. I don't know. That's the biggest thing is I don't know. So wait, 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 wait. You, you don't have to answer this. Any questions that we ask, you don't have to answer, by the way. But do you, like, just have a bunch of crazy information, like, yeah. in your head about just the world right now? Yeah, I mean, it's one thing I've learned, and, I mean, we can get into it later, about, like, the intelligence career field, but it's, like, learning to compartmentalize things, you know? Wait, 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 let's pause. We'll get, we're almost there. Okay, so you chose, okay, you took the test, and then yeah. and then you got your job senior year. Yeah, so I got my job senior year. Which is intelligence. That what you okay. Yeah. So then like, you were happy? Is that what you wanted? Yeah, I was happy with it. Okay. But I didn't really understand the career field, but I was happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then, okay, you graduated, and then what happened, like, after that? So, I mean, I got three months, you know, post-graduation, and then kind of, it was up in the air, really. It depends on kind of each career field and, like, how streamlined the courses are going. Um, the tech schools is what they call it. Um, pretty much it's just... Each job has their own technical school, depending on, like, what it is. It's either, like, you know, two, three weeks, or for me, it was six and a half months. And at the time, my career field was backed up a little bit. So I thought I was going to be going in January of, like, 2020, but I went in August of 2019. And so showed up to Goodfellow Air Force Base in San Angelo, Texas. Oh, wait. Pause. Yes. So how... So in the back of your mind, you always knew that once you graduated, like, you're out. Like yeah. You're going to get... Your whole life is going to change in four years. Yeah. Like, how was that for... You know, you went to university here, you studied here, you're from yeah. the same city. How was it just kind of building these connections through college and all that just to, like, get the call that, oh, I got to go now? I like, guess... It, were you anticipating? Did you know in the back of your head or, like, you weren't I, ready? I wasn't... I don't, I don't think I was ready. And that's, like, one of the things I've learned is, like, you kind of just have to be ready because for me, like I said, like... Um, one of the girls who had commissioned the year before me and was in the intelligence field, she waited about six, six and a half months, seven months after she had graduated before she went. So she graduated in May 2018 and then she left to go to Goodfellow in January of 2019. And so for me, I was, I'd been telling, you know, um, the internship I was at, at the time, like, I was like, I'll probably be leaving in January. So they were planning on like having me there for a long, like long role, I guess. And then... Um, one of my friends who was also in the career field with me, like he, he was like, Hey, like I just got my, they call it orders to kind of go to my technical school. And so like, I called our detachment. I was like, Hey, like, um, am I going to, cause I haven't gotten anything They're like, yeah, like you're going. And so those orders, the time we got it was a month from like that day. So pretty much, oh. you know, it was like July 15th, I think was the day that we got, we found out that we were leaving. So I pretty much had like an entire month to kind of figure out my life, you know, start planning like to move and like how I'm going to like see people. It's like these types, like my interactions with my friends change a lot more because it's just like, as opposed to being like, Oh, like I can just kick it with people. It's just like, I want to be able to see you because I might not see you for a while. So it was definitely an interesting time period for sure. Damn. That's sad. Yeah. It was rough. You're just strong. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be like kind of a, that pattern until the end of your four years. Yeah. Contract. Right. And then what happens at the end of that contract? Are you, do you get the option to renew? Yeah. Well, wait, at, at this point when you got the order, like, yo, you're leaving in a month. Did you really like sign? Yeah. So yeah. I signed the day I commissioned. 
So I mean, so is it like a formal contract or is that just something that people? No, say? it's a formal contract. So I mean, we do the whole oath of office, you know, for salute, and then you go and you sign kind of your contract mm-hmm. thing. You what, what what was that one thing you told me where like they like call out where people get placed and all that and like you just oh, talking oh, about the hat the hat oh the job drop yeah. Yeah. The job drop. Yeah, job drop. <laughs> Yo, the new job is job. So, job like, everyone's there, and then they just call out your name, and they're like, so, Nichols Montano. So, are you so, talking about for, like, my current base, or just for the job in general, for, like, Intel? Both, I guess. So, for job drop, for, like, what career field we're going into, they kind of just called the eight of us into our cadre's office, and they kind of, one at a time... Like this is where your this is your career field. This is your career field. This is your career field. Yeah. So it was very like very very subtle. You know, kind of cool. Like I was glad I got my job. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, was, was there some people that got? I think everyone got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big moment. You're basically telling where you're gonna spend the next four years. Do the do something for the next four years and live somewhere for the next four years. Yeah. But it's out of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, like, it's like the NBA draft. Where they like, no, no, no. It's like, draft. They, they like, draft. It goes through like a whole Air Force process where they're like, you know, they, I don't know how they do it, but they're like, yeah, this person's going here, this person's going yeah. there, you know. And then they give that down to like our office, you know, and they're like, hey, like these are where they're going, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, a little hat. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. So then <laughs> you said goodbye and then you went to like tech school, which yeah. is... Just, like, you teaching you how to do your job that you're doing now. Yeah. And how long was that whole process? That was a nine-month-long process. So, I was, I got there August 15th, and then I went on to what's called casual status. So, pretty much my clearance wasn't ready, and then... Um, wait, 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 so, then just, just, just to understand, like, because I'm confused. Yeah. So, all of college, you're just kind of learning about... Basic military leadership. How to be basic a Basic military yeah. stuff. You're not really even, like, studying, like, what you're going to do. No. So. It's the foundation for your military yeah. career. Right, right, right. Yeah. So then you get a sign, like, you're going to do this, and now you got to go learn about it? Yeah. And But you don't have the option to say, oh, I don't want to do that. Can I do this other thing? No. Okay. Copy. No. It's probably just under, like, the umbrella of what you were there to do to begin with. Yeah. So, like, intelligence. Are there, like, sub sets? Or, like, sub- Of intelligence? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Different career fields within intelligence. I'm blanking on the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> I'm blanking yeah. on the term, but just like different careers within like the overall umbrella of yeah. intelligence. Yeah, there definitely is. And that's where kind of going into like the job drop kind of that we talked about earlier is, you know, they gave us a list, a list of 20 jobs and it's like 20 different bases or kind of the same bases um, around the country and around the world. And it's just like, hey, this base has this job and it's doing X, Y, Z. And, you know, if you want to do it, you know, you rank them one through 20 and then depending on how well you did in the course and, you know, your briefing skills and where and th- this is after your nine months. This was, I would say, so two months on casual started my class in October, probably about five, six weeks after. So probably around. So just one month into learning about what you're going to do for the next four years, you have to decide what, yeah, job pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah, it's a lot, but I mean, you know, they give you the jobs and like what you're interested in. You put it at the top, you know. Right. So did you get like kind of higher? No, I was. I got my fifteenth out of my twentieth choice. Wow. Yeah. Well, wow. can you say what your one? So my number one choice was to go to like Fort Drum because they work with uh, 
kind of more soft units over there. And it would have been cool because it would have been like an hour away from my mom, you know? Because yeah. uh, she moved up to New York. Um, and so it was an hour away from my mom in New York. The second one was in like Georgia um, to do like, you know, other soft type stuff. And then that's kind of just like the career field I wanted with like special operations forces. I've just... I wouldn't be doing that stuff, but I'd be doing the intelligence with them. Right, right. And they're okay. kind of like a faster pace. But for right. me, I got my 15th choice, Damn. which was kind of well, more... When did they give you the... That Was it in the end of your nine months? No. So that was probably seven, seven, eight weeks after. Because we, mm-hmm. we dropped with like two other classes. So my class had 15 people total. Another class had like 15 people and another 15. Right. And so... They, we all put together like a venue and then kind of, it's like supposed to be a fun night. You do themes and then you kind of find out. So like NBA draft again. Yeah. Kind of like an NBA draft. (laughs) This one's like an NBA draft where it's just like, you know, Enrique Cruz Torres is going to Netflix, you know, it's like that. Wow. (laughs) What was there? Um, was there people that like got horrible choice that you felt bad for? You were like, yeah, I mean, I felt bad for myself, which I can talk about in a minute, but I remember one girl. So a lot of people too, depending on like what they want to go into, they'll put jobs that are similar to the job that they want. So that way it kind of looks like, you know, this person wants this, so we should give them this. So I remember one of the lieutenants that was there, they got an assignment to Alaska and it wasn't like Anchorage, Alaska. It was like, up in Alaska, and I just remember like, <laughs> the, I just remember them crying, like running out of like the event, and I was like, oh my god, I was like, that's awful. And everyone was just kind of like, all right, next person. Yeah, pretty much. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. my god. Yeah. So they're in Alaska right now. Yeah. So they're in Alaska right now. Shout out that person. <laughs> Sending you love. Yeah, we know some people from Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So she, she has to go for four years. Yeah. In Alaska. Well, it's, it's more like three years, because our tax bill basically is a culmination of, like, oh, a year, pretty much. Right, so, right. three years, three months. Well, okay, seen, and, and then... Wait, yeah, I just think that's curious, like, as a reaction. Like, I don't know that you're there, like, of course you're going to have, like, preferred jobs, but yeah. you're there because you want to be there. So, yeah. whatever you get when you, like, okay, cool, this it's, is what I'm going to do. It's just one of those things where it's just, like, you know, have you, got, you guys have seen Interstellar, right? I was thinking, I was low-key, I was thinking yeah. of... Yeah, like, on. where Dr. Man's, like, you know, like, where he goes to his planet, and, like, he's, like, I never thought it would have been my planet, you know? Like, he always thought my planet would be the one to, like, sustain life. It's kind of like that, you know? It's just, like, I put all these jobs where I never thought, like, I'd get this one, you know? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love Interstellar, so I'd toss that in. No, I was thinking of uh, the Hunger Games. <laughs> and she starts crying. <laughs> Can anyone volunteer? Like, the Hunger Games be like... Pick me. I think I volunteer. I don't know. I think maybe you could talk. It like, through I'd rather do that job. Maybe it would be like behind the door stuff, but not that I'd heard of. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then they they picked yours, and yeah. you, you were just like, okay. I I was for me because like so what they'll do sometimes is like there's bases that people don't like as much just because of like their location, and you know it's just not necessarily seen as a good assignment. But the assignments are what you make with them. It's kind of the end-all, be-all of it. Okay. But what they'll do sometimes is like, oh, like, you're going to, you know, and this is just as an example, like, Kerlin Air Force Base, and then someone will be like, ah, oh. and like, 20 seconds later, they'll be like, just kidding, like, you're going to Germany, which is like, a, like the number one base that most, like, people want to go to. And they're like, oh my god, yay. So, oh. so for me, like, they're like, you know, Lieutenant Nicholas Montano, and I, like, in my mind, I was like, okay, like, 
my second choice had already been picked by someone else. So I was like, okay, it's got to be my first choice. Out of 20? Out of 20, I was like, okay, it's got to be my first choice, you know? And they're like, right Pat Air Force Base, Dayton, Ohio. And I was like, what? Like, my friend, like, grabbed my leg, like, looked at me, and I was like, what? And I was just, like, in shock, because I was like, no, like, they're messing with me. And I remember, like, the rest of that night, like, during the job drop, like, people kept coming up to me, because I had, like, big telling how disappointed I was, you know? And they are just like, hey, man, like, you know, like, it's good, they are trusting me, like, where you're going is good, like, the people are good, like, you know, like, so many people kept coming up to me, and I was just like, uh-huh, like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, you know? So, like, I kind of, like, I was just like, what? You know? Because, like, Ohio. You know, what's in, what's in Ohio? <laughs> There's, like, a listener of mine in Ohio. He's all listening to this podcast. It's like, wow. Yeah, what's in Ohio? Fuck these guys. I know. <laughs> Dislike. <laughs> Damn. So, but, like, you were waiting for that second part where they're like, yes. just kidding. Yeah, so I was, waiting for, I was waiting for that second part. And it, it didn't come. It never came. It never came. So I was just like, tight, you know? It's going to come sometime in the future. I think he's going to remember that moment. Just kidding. <laughs> Damn. I, well, at least it's on Alaska. Yeah, yeah, it's Alaska. <laughs> hey, assignments are what you make of it, okay? Right, assignments are what we make of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Remember that one part of, like, Interstellar? Where, yeah, like... man. <laughs> so, how was it like during COVID? Uh, it was, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a trip, I'd say. I mean, kind of with the intelligence career field, like, you know, you always kind of have to be careful what you say because it's just like, did I see this? You know, what we call the high side where we get all our intelligence. Um, or did I see this in like, you know, local news? And I'm just saying this because this is what my roommate, who was also an intel, told me at our apartment, so I don't say. But pretty much it's just intelligence is interesting because, you know, I'll see something, you know, days before it comes out in the news, you know. So when it comes out in the news, I'm just like, interesting, you know. Mm. So during COVID, I would say like, you know, I remember, <laughs> I remember kind of like oh, I, I remember conspiracy kind of, theories. <laughs> I remember kind of like seeing like things about it, you know, but I couldn't remember if it was like on the high side or the low side. And then kind of in March, you know, when everything started shutting down, we didn't really like know what was going on. And I was in Texas too, you know. And so for us, you know, a lot of other career fields and other bases kind of went to teleworking, but for us they're like now like Air Force needs you guys. They need Intel specialists. You know, it's like we have to keep going. So, I mean, I went through my Intel, like the rest of my Intel tech school, graduated in May. And then, like, the next day, I, like, took off to Ohio. Damn. So, just like that. Yeah, just like that. But then when I got to my base, you know, the posture we were in, we were teleworking. So, for the first four months, I'd say, I was, like, teleworking. Wait, was, um, was teleworking just working from home? Just working from home. So, I was working... Potentially, like, when I first got there, it was, like, one to two days for, like, half days. Did you have to use an Air Force device? No, I just used my, I just used my laptop. I mean, really? we, so for Intel, we work on different systems than, like, regular, like, laptops. Mm-hmm. Like, our stuff is done in, like, classified, secure buildings. Like, we don't bring our phones in. You can't bring, like, any outside cameras in. Mm-hmm. Like, my Fitbit that I have on, like, has to be approved. That it doesn't have, like, any Bluetooth devices. It can't record anything. So... That's why you don't have an Apple Watch. Yeah, so that's why I don't have an Apple Watch. So, I mean, pretty much for the most part, like, we were just sitting at home reading, like, books, you know, like, on intelligence. And, I mean, it wasn't really pertaining to our job unless we got in. But at the same time, when I'm there, my boss or, like, my team lead wasn't there to really teach me. So, like, it took probably about four or five months into me actually being in Ohio when we started going to 100%, where then I got to start learning my job. So it was interesting because, like, a lot of my other friends who were in the Air Force or, like, 
even my friends who are like in the civilian world were you know teleworking versus like i'm 100 percent in all the time eight hours a day you know so basically this podcast has been a long winded way for nick to say or to flex that he's a fucking spy <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah you're no, a spy man what? all right now now we can talk our about friends it. are is a spy what <laughs> no 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 okay so like now now all the questions i have like talk about like yeah, man, your job. Like, you do some crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not as... Like, what can you talk about? Like, okay, so back to the question I said earlier. Like, you just have tons of knowledge about a lot of things about everything. Do you focus on a particular, like, area, like, region of the and world? Then, again, you can only answer what you feel coming to mind. So, again, I mean, I guess the basic premise is, like, I look at Russian long-range ballistic missiles, Russian ICBMs. Okay. So, okay. that's... Pretty much what I do, but I mean, within that, I do, like, analysis, um, you know, I've done briefings, kind of, depending on what's going on with, you know, my region at the time, like, we'll brief, you know, commanders, we'll brief guests, kind of, like, either an overview or what's happening at the moment, but for me, it's mostly fate looking at this one part of the world. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What's a, what's one big oops moment that you had in front of a superior... I don't think I've had an oops moment. <laughs> but what, I, comment your oops moment down below. I think I think my biggest oops moment for like... <laughs> oops moment. Oops moment. I think the biggest oops moment, it wasn't like for me, but it was kind of like one of those things where I guess it was like an oops moment of like my like squadron, what it's called, like trusting me because like... We'll get, like, reply all emails. And I don't know if y'all have ever been on, like, a reply all chain of, like, oh, yeah. four or five thousand people, but... Four five yeah. thousand <laughs> people? Know, four or five thousand people. And so, for me... <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, 20. No, no, no. So, like, somebody sent out an email on it. This was, like, last year. Like, okay, July. so you're telling me the U.S. government doesn't BCC people? No, it's... The government does. It's just some people don't know how to, like, not reply all like there's a difference between like reply and reply all yeah, don't yeah. Know, hit like the reply button mm-hmm. but for me i was feeling like i didn't have a whole lot to do that day and i was feeling kind of snarky and so like i sent like it was like 10 there's 10 emails in a row of this reply all chain of like four or five thousand people i was like hey take me off this or take me off that you know like i'm not part of this and like i sent an email i took a screenshot of like kind of the windows desktop of like the mail and i was like Pretty much, I circled, like, reply in green, reply all in red, and, like, sent an email out to, like, pretty much, like, you know, a bunch of, like, pretty much all of, like, where I work, employees, plus, like, you know, this is, like, high-ranking, like, colonels and generals, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was, like, hey, like, you know, I know technology can be hard, sometimes it's hard for me, um, in the oh, future, like, what? here's the reply, you should always hit reply, never reply all, and, like, people, like, in my office, like, thought it was so funny, but, you know, some people are probably like, this is hilarious, this is awesome, and other people are like, you know, you're like, you're only adding to the traffic, and, like, my squadron leadership was kind of like, I think they were low-key freaking out that I did this, you know, because it had, like, generals on it, it had colonels on it, you know, had our commander. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a leadership <laughs> trait right there. It is. And, like, I told, Everyone. And I told my team lead, because I always, like, I always joke with him, I'm like, Sean, like, guess what I did? And I was like, I hit a reply all email, and he's like, no, you didn't. And then I, like, showed it to him, he's like, oh my god, like, no, you didn't. So that was, like, his kind of, like, I'd say, like, oops moment, you know? Mm-hmm. But it all kind of, like, it fanned itself out. It was yeah, fine, yeah. you know? People had a good laugh. I had a good laugh, you know? 
Would you say you're the jokester of your office? Oh yeah, definitely. Which is I have block. a lot of laughs, you know. I don't, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on fun again. I'll go to the other side. That's the easiest thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he learned on the grassy fields of Johnson. Um, Johnson Field. Okay, so you graduate. You're Ohio. You go back 100. percent So talk about like catch us up now. So now you're about two years in. Yeah, about two and a half years. Halfway through your contract. Uh, halfway through my contract. Yeah. Wow. So. Okay, so like now, I and mean, then now, like, well, given that we learned we everything. Go, well, before we go to the prison, like, just one question: like, how did it feel to finally have like gone accepted back in, finish the program, and now be on your way to have seen it through? Yeah, I mean, it felt great. I mean, I was probably one of the better days, best days of like my college career, you know, because it was just like finally like, this day made it, and, like. For me, I've always been, I guess, like, superstitious with sports or superstitious with everything, you know, where I was never like, oh, like, I'm going to get my commission. Like, for me, it's like, it's not going to happen until it happens, you know, so I'm not going to, like, overhype it. So the day it happened, you know, I was like, finally, like, yes, like, I did it. I saw it through. Like, I'm good, you know. Felt happy. Hmm. Would you do it all again? Yeah. Would you do it differently? Or are you thankful for how it turned out? I think I'm thankful for how it turned out. You know, mm-hmm. there's times where it's just like being far away from home and like in a different environment, you know, that's not as like diverse. Like for me, like I would say like, I've talked to a lot of people about it of like how much diversity means to me now versus like not really thinking about it in like college. But I think I'd do it all again because I think if I hadn't and I hadn't been in Ohio currently, like I would have gone as much as I have like since, you know, finished college and, like, from the beginning of, like, college, too. Mm-hmm. Would you have gone in, uh, what is it? What was it? Bunyan? <laughs> yeah, would you do the Bunyan again? <laughs> yeah, would I do the Bunyan? I, I mean, even thinking about, like, you know, if I had that prior information beforehand, I think, like, I don't know, I'm so grateful that, like, I went to, like, my basic training, my field training at the time I did, because I met, like, my, the flight that I was with, which composed like 20 people from like you know tons of different schools from around the country like at maxwell air force base um like i'm still pretty tight with like one or two of them you know and like overall it's just like an amazing experience you know so like i don't regret like anything with it awesome. <laughs> this is gonna be a totally dumb question but how is the how is army government uh-huh. compared to like what it is versus like what you see in the movies you know like what to, well I'm, I'm guessing what the general <laughs> the movies, no like, i'm just guessing like, no, start? i'm just guessing like what i know from the government yeah. about like military and all that is literally what i've gathered from movies yeah how close is that where like you know how you always see like you know like full metal jacket where, yeah um i mean when it comes to like the like depictions of the air force or people just like in yeah well in, you're talking about like clothes, your boot like camp and Boot camp, I can't speak to as much because, like, officer boot camp is different than, like, an enlisted boot camp. Um, but I guess it's different. I think you know there were two. Huh? <laughs> officer boot camp? What is um, an officer boot camp? It's just, like, OTS, ROTC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, part. Yeah, explain these part. things. I just looked dumber by the second. Yeah. Yeah, I... Okay, forget I, it. That's a tangent. <laughs> that's, a, that's just a tangent. Complete tangent. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not as accurate, you know, I mean, it's just like, oh, this person's here, this person's there, it's just like, no, it's kind of like a slower process, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I can't really, like, 
Intel, I guess, it, like, in the movies, it makes it, like, you know, like, it like, makes us look like we're super cool, but, you know, for the most part, it's, like, it's a lot of introverted people, and, like, it takes time, it takes, yeah, it takes a lot of time to, you have to work through processes, make yeah. sure, like, what you're doing is correct, and you're not going to harm people, or, you know, that, what you're saying is accurate, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that's the thing that's, like, not kind of seen in the movies, it's, yeah. like, you know, if you're, what we call is, like, making an assessment, you know, like, are we going out to the bars tonight, you know? I think that's very likely. You don't see that in the movies where it's just like, it's just like, yeah, they're at the bars at this time. But for us, it's like, all right, like, we're going to the bar at this time, we're bringing these people, we're wearing this, and we're wearing that. You know, you don't see the whole, like, kind of thinking it through of, like, what's happening throughout the entire night. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like the flashy, like, this is where they are. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily like, how we got the source right. too. But it's quick edits and keyboard typing, like the mm-hmm. zooms in, like the, the screen. Yeah, so, so none of that <laughs> earlier, but, but not the enhance. <laughs> in in twenty in twenty twenty before COVID had happened, there was tons of conversation about us potentially going into World War Three as like a joke. Oh meme, yeah, that's a dark topic. In, in theory, if we were to go into like a war, would you get like deployed and like go out there, or would it make any difference because you're already there? Um, I, it depends. That's the biggest thing again. Military, it depends. It depends. Like, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's a war, you know, like, depending on where it's at, if we have an operating base near it, they would deploy us kind of towards that region. And then it's kind of... the scary to think about. Working. And it wouldn't be, like, in the country, you know? It's not like the old movies, like, Saving Private Ryan, where, you know, we're storming the beach, like... <laughs> <laughs> Most of the wars, yeah, it's not like that. Like you're not gonna see me with like a computer. I'm not gonna be on a computer like he's over there. No, like it's it's like I'm just you're, gonna be you're like, not calling the UAV. Yeah, I'm like UAV strike right there. No, like I'm gonna be like thousands of miles away, like on a computer in a locked building in a dark building with no windows, and I'm gonna be like yep. half asleep. I'm like right, reply all, reply all. You know. So what color is your Hellcat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still driving a uh, white Ford Taurus 2002. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're here now. You have two years left, right? Yeah. Less than two years. Yeah. You finish it. You finish out your your contract and whatnot. Yeah. Like, what's next? Like, are you going to continue in the military, sign another contract? Are you going to, you know, yeah, what's next? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say, and I kind of, like, as of right now, how do you feel? What What are you leaving? What's the present you? vibe? I'm not going to spoil that. <laughs> What's your big oopsie? My, for me, it, 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 it depends on what the job assignment is, you know? Like, if it's somewhere where oh, it's just like... Oh, so they tell you a job assignment yeah, and you decide whether you're going to Yeah, so like, not. it'll be like, what I told is like, you know, I'll get my job assignment and then it's just like, I have seven days to decide whether or not I want to Seven stay. days? Yeah, seven days. Seven what? days. What? Okay. Decide whether or not like I want to get in or like get out you know okay. or stay in and get out so what if the next one is number 14 on the list <laughs> I, would, of 20. <laughs> I would look i look at the job i talk up. to people that assignment would only be two years what i found out i thought it was like another four years now mm-hmm. but i found it would only be like another two years so i'm like oh, two years. that's how they get you yeah that's how they yeah that's how they get you oh it's only two years you know and then 20 years later i'm like oh it's only 20 years you know <laughs> but i'll look at it see what it says but you know, I thought about staying in because it's just like, oh, you have the benefits, you have to study pay. But I've also thought about like getting out, doing a study abroad for like a master's degree, and then kind of going from there. You know, because mm-hmm. eventually I would like to get my master's, but in what? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. 
They say you should get something something different. But back to square one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. This is how they got me the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay, know what I but, want to do. <laughs> but in theory, like, let's say you got your number one choice and yeah. you would do another two years. Maybe, yeah. It'd be tough to turn it down, you know. For me, it's like wanting to travel abroad. So, you know, like, if someone in the Air Force is watching this right now and they're like... If, oh, the F- to- if your FBI agent is listening right now... They're all, they're all like, oh, he wants to go abroad? Give him his top choice. And I'd be like... What, what's your top, top choice? That wouldn't be FBI, but- no. <laughs> What's your top choice? Like, if you could choose. Uh, I think there's bases in Spain, so either Spain or in Italy. Ooh. Yeah. Man, I would go visit you if you did. Oh, <laughs> yes. Get some clearance. Get some clearance. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's what's something you would tell? Like, do you actively? Has anyone talked like talked to you? Hey, I'm considering joining the military. Mm-hmm. Like, what's some advice you give someone that is considering the military back back to you when you were like in high school? Yeah, I I mean I was actually the recruiting officer my senior year, second semester because you have like positions within like your detachment. So I was like a recruiting officer. So for me, like I kind of told them my experiences, and for the biggest the biggest thing that I always told people is just like if they're interested try it out, you know? And this is more so towards ROTC, like, you know, try it out for a semester, but never know if you like it or not, you know? Because if you don't like it, just get out. You're under no obligation. If you do like it, you stay in, you know? But at the same time, I also, like, told them, like, you know, like, here's this book that's all the disqualifying things medically and that you could be disqualified for, you know? Read up on it, see if you have any of those. And here's also... It's called AFOQT Study Guide, you know, so that way, mm-hmm. if you want to be a pilot, you can already have the resources and study upon it. Because I think that was the biggest thing for me coming in is that, you know, I didn't know that you could be medically disqualified for, like, a bunion, you know. But I also didn't have the resources to get high scores on my Air Force officer qualifying test because I just didn't know where to look, you know. Mm-hmm. So, that'd be the biggest thing is I've always told people, like, you know, try it out, but also if you do like it here's this information so that way you know what to do right well thank you for your service yeah thanks for your support like talk about the benefits of how there's like being a like do you walk around in your uniform no i i hate i especially like in ohio it's a very military friendly like town Uh i hate when people say thank you for your service because for me like i'm just i mean i don't know people view it differently you know i'm just here to do my job you know do intel do my job and so for me, when like, people, like, thank me for my service, like, it feels really weird. So I typically, like, even when I go to the store, like, I try and change out of my uniform in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, one time I went to, like, the store, and I was just, like, I don't have enough time to change. So I was in my uniform, and, like, that day, like, within 20 minutes, like, three people thanked me for my service. And I was just, like, thanks for your support, you know? Because, yeah. like, for me, like, yeah, like, it's weird because it's just, like, people, like, <laughs> Thank you for your service, you know, and just like, yeah, like, th- thanks for your support, you know, because I'm like, some people be like, oh, yeah, you're welcome, you know, but for me, I'm just like, like, thanks for your support, you know, because I'm just like, sure. sometimes, like, I don't feel like I've done enough, you know, and it's not just like, oh, like, I have well, to live you- up to these expectations, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, there's other people in other career fields that are doing a lot more than I am, you know, like, I'm doing my job, I'm doing what's being asked of me, you know, 
Yeah. But I know a lot of other people who are serving have made a lot more sacrifices than I have currently. So, like, for me... I mean, sacrifice or not, I think it's still service. You know, it's like a commitment that you're making, and it's yeah. kind of an unconventional commitment as well. Yeah. It's just, like, life passes. That's what it seems like from my from my perspective, you know, as a civilian. Yeah. <laughs> as as a, the norm. Yeah. normie over here. The normie. Yeah. <laughs> Us normies over here that make a oopsie moment. Oopsies. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So, um, yeah, well, I think you're a prime example of, you know sticking to your word and and sticking to your goals and just going at it no matter what i did not know you had did a whole surgery to get back and stay in the path that you wanted to accomplish your goal yeah wow i appreciate your time yeah all right to keep close (laughs) close to our hearts and our minds okay is there is there anything else we should talk about would you like to talk about anything else? Yeah, I, don't know. I thought this was great. Yeah, I've been a lot about the military. Well, yeah, I'd want to be a pilot. Honestly, I think about it sometimes. Commercial, or <laughs> I'm afraid to hide, so probably not. Oh, I guess one last one last question that I actually had that I should have asked earlier, and it could be a little bit silly. Is the ROTC like like a general intro, like an introduction to the foundation of the military? Like you know, you mentioned teaching military leadership. Like, is there Navy specific ROTC, mm-hmm. Army yeah. specific. Yeah, there is actually. I've actually yeah. heard of that. Yeah, yeah, UNM has all four branches, so they have Air Force, Marine Corps, Navy, Army. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose uh, Air Force? Just because my friend's dad was in the Air Force, and I mean, he told. I mean, like I've had a like a lot of my friends in my lifetime have like had parents who have been in the Air Force, and even the people who you know retired army retired navy retired marine corps you know they'll love they'll love their times they'll love their branches but they're like i should have done the air force you know yeah yeah are you happy you're in the air force yeah i think you know it has provided me the opportunity that if i do decide to get out i can still use what i've been taught and what i've learned in my career field and apply it to a different job mm-hmm. within the government you know yeah. As opposed to, you know, like an infantry person where it's just like, how do you apply being someone in the infantry to kind of the real world, you know? And that's what I've always kind of appreciated about the Air Force. You know, like I can apply this stuff to the real world. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. That's cool. I really appreciate your time. So was yeah. deeper insight into yeah. the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. Nice. I mean, well, this is the Be Somebody podcast. Another special guest episode. Our third ever guest, Nick Montano. Nick Montano. I wish I knew all U.S. the camera. US are, are we allowed to do that? Yeah. Like, he, are, are we allowed to see that? Yeah, I guess. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. Yeah, I could teach you how to salute. How do you do it? You, so you, like, cup your, like, so you, and then you, like, cup your hand right here. And just go, like. Do, do you know the national anthem, like, by heart now? I mean, I think... We're not going to recite you. Do you do, do, you do it every morning? Like, no. you just stand up like kindergarten and face, uh, what is it, north? The Pledge of Allegiance. No, no, I don't do that. <laughs> no. Okay, this is the Peace Money Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks. Take care.